Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Let me pray together. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful moment that we have to be in your presence. Thank you for this opportunity we get to hear your word, to be taught by you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you open up our hearts to receive. Thank you that you open up our ears to hear, our eyes to see. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to yeah, impart many things to us as we listen to your word today. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Welcome to day two. Please have your seats. Welcome to day two, not of uh, Newton Camp, <laughs> but of season 21. I think, it w- I think I'll, it will be better when I'm down, I think, at some point. But uh, we'll see how we go. I, I can eat the four slices. <laughs> Welcome to day two of season 21. I can see the smiles on your face. Tell that the day is good. Yeah, isn't it good? <laughs> Have you practiced fasting simplified? Yes. <laughs> There's a simple. Thank you so much, TJ. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fasting simplified. Apostle said that some of us oversimplify the fasting. Yeah. You fast like some of us used to fast a few years ago. When we would wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> to pray, to pray. <laughs> to pray. Believe me, you, to pray. Yeah. Yeah, but we would pray with Chuji. You know Chuji? I would bank chuji, then you put in enough sugar. Yeah, huge cup like that. You take it. Yeah, foundation. Then you appear. <laughs> and you start praying. <laughs> yeah, that's how some of us started our fasts. Yeah, so it's a beautiful time. It's a good thing to fast. God is doing amazing things in our lives as we fast. Amen. This morning, as listening, we started an, the Upmo Challenge at our location by the way isn't that an awesome worship team who is not happy with the worship team (laughs) who are they (laughs) isn't this an awesome band hey you need to start saying I'll be there (laughs) because one day you plant a church (laughs) Anyway, I was saying <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, at Worship Harvest Makere, we started the Upmo Challenge today, and our very first sermon, we are listening to the sermons from The Shift and the ones of New Dawn Camp. The very first sermon that we're listening to today was the, the sermon for The Shift. Now, I was in the room when the sermon was being taught, but... <laughs> When I was listening to the sermon today, I was like, hey. <laughs> where was I? <laughs> was I in the room or what? <laughs> and you are going to listen to the same sermon for five days. Same sermon times five, 
Uh, then we go to the second one, times five. Then you go times five, times five, until the 30 days are done. Yeah, so that is our plan. You can copy if you want. It will help you. Uh, <laughs> um, so as I was listening to the sermon, I noticed that the fatherly tone that apostle used when he was teaching that day. My goodness. <laughs> you see, if, if you're not a father, there are certain things you cannot say to people. If you don't look at them as your children. And when, when I was listening to the sermon, I was so grateful. I felt so grateful that we have a good father in this church. Who is willing to risk... Wait, that sermon was not easy. <laughs> it, was, it was a hard saying. Yeah. Hard teaching. Yeah, but it is unnecessary teaching for fruitfulness and so as i was listening to it i'm like ah jesus can i say these things to people do i have the confidence to stand up and say these things to people i was listening to the prayer he made when we we're about to go for fireworks hey, the prayer was powerful i played it again i was chasing things out of the lives of his children rebuking demons what it is and i felt so grateful that we have a father who is willing to correct us to teach us, to love us the right way. And so I'd like you to put your hands together and appreciate Apostle for being such a loving father over this movement. Yes, is that how you appreciate our Apostle? Yes. Thank you, Apostle, for teaching us with grace. Amen. And while standing, can you appreciate our host, Revma? She's in the house. Come on, clap your hands for the pastor of worship, Harvest Nalia. Please sit down. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. If you've ever prayed for a preacher, today is a good day to pray for the preacher. <laughs> this is the year of fruitfulness. It is the year of fruitfulness. The very first instruction or word that God gives to mankind in the book of Genesis, the very first words he utters to them, the Bible says, and God blessed them. Give us the scripture. Ah, wow. Thank you for making me look good. Ah, I would have failed it. <laughs> And no, no chapter two, please. Don't, it might be worse. worse. It says, then God blessed them and said to them. Ah, uh, uh, you people. Then God blessed them <laughs> and God said to them, hey, mercy, <laughs> be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. The very first instruction and word that he gives to mankind is to be fruitful. The very first thing he tells man after he creates him is like, I have created you, now go do ABCD. Be this thing, be fruitful. In other words, it is in the nature of every human being on this planet earth to be fruitful. It is in our nature. It's not something that, yeah, that is foreign to us. 
It is something that is natural. It is a God nature that he has placed in every single human being. The capacity to be fruitful. In other words, if as a human being you are not fruitful, then you're malfunctioning. Yeah. You are malfunctioning because your true nature... They (laughs) too... After listening to your sermon, I don't know what that to is. But anyway, it, it is in your nature. If it is in if it is your nature to be fruitful, then that means if you're not being fruitful, then you're malfunctioning. Mm, are we together? The word has been given, it has gone forth that, that this is the year of fruitfulness. But Pastor Angela was speaking to the worship team and she made a statement and she said that that a word can be given and a person does not experience that word. It is possible for a word to be given and someone does not experience it. Uh, It's far from you, of course. (laughs) I'm just talking about, uh, no, no, not anyone. Yeah, they are not here, they are not online. Yeah, they are, yeah. They are not, no, even, yeah, they are not fasting, maybe. But it's possible that a word can be given and you don't experience it. The word, the word of God, the word is like a seed. A seed carries potential to bear fruit. Okay? But just because you have seeds doesn't mean that you will have fruit. The Bible says that we are born again. Give me First Peter 1.23. Apostles verse. <laughs> Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abides forever. The word of God that comes forth is a seed. It has the potential to bear the God fruit because it is a God seed. Are we together? It has the potential to bear God fruit. But you you cannot just live if you're a farmer and you have a lot of seed and you just keep it somewhere. And you do nothing with that seed, then you will never experience the fruit of that seed. You will you will just leave the potential there without it amounting to anything, without it doing anything. So Apostle gave us a word and he told us this is the year of fruitfulness. And that is a seed. But today I want to talk to us about one of the principles that govern fruitfulness. Yeah. One of the principles that govern fruitfulness. Yeah. Because there, it's a good message. Apostle has said so, so it is a good message. <laughs> One of the principles that govern fruitfulness. You know how there are principles that you would need to apply to a seed in order for it to bring forth fruit if you're a farmer? Mm. You need to sow the seed. That is a principle. The principle of sowing. You need to tend the garden. That is another principle. 
What other principles exist along those lines? Fertilize. Manure. Mulch. I think that's part of tending. Prune. Prune. Uh-huh. Weed. Scarecrows. <laughs> eh? Scarecrows. <laughs> eh? Scarecrows. Pollination. Yeah, pollination is, it doesn't it need to happen for many things to bring forth fruit. I've remembered another one. I don't know whether it applies, but I'll say it. It is related to chlorophyll. Photosynthesis. <laughs> I had to first say chlorophyll, then find that, that thing. <laughs> there, there, there are different principles that govern fruitfulness. Which if you do not apply to a seed, then you'll never see the fruit of that seed. And today I'm going to talk to us about one of those principles. And that principle is the principle of submission. The principle of submission. Day two of season 21. (laughs) The principle of submission. One of the key principles for fruitfulness for any believer is submission. I've come to learn through the scriptures and I will show you, especially through the life of Jesus, that only the submitted are candidates for fruitfulness in the kingdom. That only the submitted are candidates for fruitfulness and that you bear the fruit of the one that you are submitted to mm. you bear the fruit of the one that you are submitted to we are going to look at the scriptures together you will you will see the thing coming to pass if if rather you will see the the, the someone coming to make sense <laughs> If you want to bear the fruit of God, then you must submit to God. If you're not submitted to God, then you're submitted to another being and you're bearing the fruit of that being. Yeah, because the thing that you can control effect, okay, you can control the fruitfulness, but the thing that you can directly control in your life are the, are the principles, which, one of them which is submission. You can choose where you'll be submitted. That's why the Bible says in James 4, 7, give me James 4, 7, he says, therefore submit to God. By the time he tells you to submit to God, it means that you have the option not to submit, right? You have the option not to submit. But he says that therefore submit to God. You choose where you'll be submitted because the one you're submitted to will determine the kind of fruit that you bring forth. Will determine the amount of fruit you bring forth. This is the year of fruitfulness, isn't it? Oh yes, it is the year of fruitfulness. So in this scripture it says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Jesus says, but he has come that we may have life and have it 
more abundantly. Then he says that the thief, uh, say the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and do what? And destroy. Do you know what the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy from you? Fruit. So if you want to resist this person who steals, kills, and destroys fruit in your life, take me back to James 4. He says, you must submit yourself to God. That is the condition. The condition, like, the best way to resist the devil is to submit to God. It is not to fight. You, you, submission is strength in the kingdom. It is strength to stand. It is strength to bear fruit. That is what submission does to you. And today, I, as I was preparing today, I just thought about the life of Jesus because I consider Jesus the most fruitful that has ever lived on this planet Earth. And so I want to talk to us about the seven qualities of a submitted person. Seven qualities of a submitted person. These are coming from the life of Jesus. And Jesus is an example of you. Yeah. So he's an example of you. So we are going to examine some of the seven things. I'm sure there might be many, but we are going to examine just seven of the many qualities of a submitted person according to the life of Jesus. Are you ready to go? You're ready to go. <laughs> Father, mercy. <laughs> quality number one. Not... Not the, okay, the first quality. Okay, this one is a bit obvious. Eh? A submitted person has someone over them. <laughs> this one is a submitted person has someone over them. They understand that there are people in their lives that they are not equal to. Mm. According to Google, submission is defined as the action of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Yeah. Jesus, as we are going to read in Philippians chapter 2, Verse 5 to 8. Mm -hmm. We are going to read it in a few. But Jesus was subject. Jesus had people over him. There are people he considered greater than him. Of course, the first one being the father, right? He considered that he... That's what, that's what this scripture says, that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This is the mind of Christ Jesus. This is what he thinks. When the Bible says that you have the mind of Christ, this is part of what it refers to. Verse 6, he says, Who being in the form of God, he, he was in the form of God. He carried the nature of God. He was like God. But the Bible says he did not consider it robbery. Or robbery. 
<laughs> we shall work with robbery. Let's work with robbery. Do not consider it robbery. <laughs> to be equal with God. You see, he had every right to function just like God because he's God. Do you understand? Like, like to think that I am equal to God and actually live and try and operate like that. But he understood that I have someone over me. I am not my own person. I am not self-made. I have someone over me. This year, as we think about fruitfulness, one of the things that I want you to think about and quickly identify and recognize in your life are the people that are over you. Of course, God, it is given. God is over you. Eh? Over, 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 over you. Yeah. But there are people that God has given you that are over you in the Lord. First Thessalonians 5, 12 to 13. 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 to 13. He says, And we urge you, brethren, we used to read together, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord. To recognize. This year, for you to be fruitful, you need to quickly recognize the people that are over you in the Lord because you cannot bear fruit by yourself. Mm. You cannot bear fruit by yourself. It's a principle. You see, you can't give birth. Okay, you can't conceive <laughs> by yourself. Yeah. You let me not. <laughs> push the matter but <laughs> you can't you, you can't conceive by yourself you can't be there <laughs> oh no okay <laughs> you can't you can't <laughs> yeah you can't be there and you somehow i don't know unless it, it happened once but, but even with mary she needed to be overshadowed by the holy ghost yeah you can't conceive by yourself so the earlier you recognize that there are people above you who carry seed that can make you fruitful, the better it will be for you. Mm. That is the first point. <laughs> A submitted person has someone over them. And they recognize that this person is over me. You see, there is no way I would ever bear fruit in the kingdom if I was not submitted under Apostle Mose, Revma, and the movement in Worship Harvest. Yeah. I would be out those ends, withering away. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, like, you can, you need to quickly recognize in, when I planted Worship Harvest, when we planted Worship Harvest Makere with my beautiful wife, who is in the house. You may switch last part. Yes. And she's uh, and she submitted to me. <laughs> That's why we have fruit. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. <laughs> I can go to number two. I leave number one. No, please. <laughs> when people, people, <laughs> when we planted worship harvest market, it's like, it's an example. When we planted worship harvest market together with my wife in 2018, for the first three or so years, we had, we had some people over us, but we never recognized the people over us. It's possible that you can have people over you and you actually never recognize them. Yeah, and that might be the hindrance to your fruitfulness. So we never recognized the people over us. We thought that because we sit with them in the same office... And they take us around in their Subaru (laughs) and invite us to their home and live on the same village. I don't know what worm that was. It wasn't even a worm. But (laughs) yeah, because we never recognized them, it was so like. We labored in the ministry. We could not bear fruit. Yeah. That, you remember. <laughs> Why are you there? <laughs> we could not bear fruit no matter how hard we tried because we had cut off the source of the seed. Oh yeah, we had cut it off. And then that time, apostles started teaching us. Probably it's good to have a good apostle. Yeah. Because we, yeah, we were just foolish. We just needed some bit of panel beating like this <laughs> to come back into the line. When apostle taught us that time about honor, my goodness, I think I'm the person who was most freed in that season. Because it finally occurred to me why I was never ever going to make progress in life. Because I had cut off the people over me who were the source of the seed for the fruitfulness that I was supposed to have in my ministry. Yeah. And as soon as I recognized it, that's how the Apmo challenge starts. You see, once you recognize the people over you in the Lord in your heart, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Yeah, that guard your heart for from it flow the what? The issues of life. Like that, that thing, the Abmo challenge, it just came because my heart had done what? Had shifted. And so I started listening and soaking in the seed. Yeah. And the church just, whoosh, it took off. Like it, we started bearing fruit like that. Salvations. We had that before and after. Some people may be wondering what kind of fruit. We planted the church and I had a, a work plan, rather a, a strategy on how to reach 3,000 people in one year. Yeah, in one year. Yeah. Strategy, I had a strategy by the way. Yeah, I'd mapped out, I knew how many students are in the university. 44,000 students. I knew how many people are around the community. About 200 something thousand 
without places like um, Nakulabia and Kasubi and what if I add all those, there are more than 600 or so thousand people who live if I add Bwai, Sekalere, ETC and I just wanted 3,000 yeah. in one year hey. <laughs> yeah. on the first Sunday I had 268 Mashata I said I have started I am going my path is going to shine brighter and brighter and brighter until 3,000. Hey, on the second Sunday, do you know what happened? <laughs> yeah. We were shining brighter in the spirit, but the people, the people. Yeah. For us as the pastors, we were shining, but the people. Hey, yeah. We had about 120 something. The third Sunday, we had about 68 people. By the time we made one month, mercy on us, Lord. <laughs> yeah, we were below 50, below 50. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I won't tell you the number. <laughs> yeah, let's just stick with below 50. It sounds better because, yeah. And boy, did we pray. Oh, we had a worship team. We were on social media. We put out the posters. We had t-shirts. Swag t-shirts. Saved with amazing grace. Mama, my. Uh -uh. <laughs> but fruit <laughs> was just reducing instead of increasing. They chased us from our venue after six months. Yeah. We went to another one where they also chased us after six months. We went to, because we were too many, we could not, yeah, they could not contain us. <laughs> then we went to the third venue where we were supposed to pay rent of three million shillings every month. But every 30th and 31st of the month, eh, mama. <laughs> yeah, I would be praying in tongues. Asking God for the rent to show up. Because the landlord would be calling me non-stop. Oh yeah. I'm going to close you this Sunday if you don't. So the church, it was a struggle. At a certain point, three quarters of my co-leadership team left me. Yeah. When lockdown had just started. Those who leave you. <laughs> I have a book. <laughs> This like the team is disjointed, money, you're hustling, you, you're being chased from venues, congregation reducing, MCs not working, giving zero the people in the church not progressing. I was bearing fruit, not not the fruit that I wanted to bear. Fruit of the Lord that He wanted me to bear in this ministry. Submission is not in your kneeling down. It is here in your heart. So that's what happened. Fruit changed. My people, give, they give money. Yeah. We used to give less than 10 million, 20 million for Arise and Build. For the whole year. 
last year we moved from 80 to from 20 to over 80 million shillings this is a church full of students 80% to university students look all that fruit was available but i never recognized those over me in the lord and so i could not bear it this is the year of fruitfulness first quality recognize and submit to those who are over you in the lord such that you can bear the fruit because there there are seeds god has planted in the heart of apostle he will give you shepherds after my heart who will feed you with knowledge they are feeding you with seeds that can cause you to bear the fruit of god and he has deposited those seeds in the heart of apostle and if you don't recognize that he's over you and you don't submit to them and the whole system your network leaders what it is you fruit eh? will talk 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 but you yeah fast it is but if you don't recognize and submit then fruit me point 1 <laughs> ah point 2 is like it no it's not like it but a submitted person is one who knows that they are deeply loved hmm. you see true submission f- comes from a person who recognizes that the person i am submitted to deeply loves me the very first thing that that the words that god speaks to jesus after he's baptized is that this is my beloved son Matthew 3:17 this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased and jesus in in different scriptures in john 5:20 jesus says for the father loves the what the son and shows him all things that he himself does and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel he says in john 15:9 that as the father has loved me i have loved you abide in my love he says in john 17:6 that and i have declared to them your name and will declare it that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them you realize that all through jesus's speech you could tell that he was secure in the father's love for him and so he was willing to be submitted out of love to god that's why the bible encourages husbands to love their wives as christ has loved the church because as you learn to love your wife as you love your wife that way then the submission from the wife which is the instruction that comes to the wives becomes easier okay over easier over yeah possible <laughs> yeah a submitted person knows that they are loved by the person they are submitted to they are not walking around doubting because when the person gives them an instruction can i tell you uh, <laughs> this this morning my plan was to sleep in yeah 
to sleep in. So what? I woke up a bit earlier, tried to prepare for the sermon. Things were not moving. I said, ah, and let me push. So I tried to sleep in. And then, you know, when I'm sleeping, my phone is always close to me because messages might come in at any time. So while I was there, I saw some messages huh, that required me to get out of my day off mode quickly <laughs> and start acting like that. Many messages on multiple groups. I won't tell you from who. But just know there were many messages and they could not allow me stay in the bed. If they might be from Pastor Glory. <laughs> yeah. But so as those messages were coming in, the, the thing that came to my heart wasn't that, oh God, my day off has been taken. I'm like, no, 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 God. I know that the person sending me all these messages loves me. And because he loves me, he's sending me all these many messages because he sees a certain thing in me that is not yet operating the way it should. And so that's why he's sending me all these messages. He needs me to get on with something that I've not been working on or something that I've not been thinking about. And so that is what ended up happening to my day. So I left home. My wife just saw me. I just got out of the bed, showered, drove out. Just ate. Sweetie, where are you going? Where are you going? I am going. I am going to work. Sweetie, where are you going? I'm going to work. Because, because in my heart, I crossed a certain line where I deeply believe, of course I deeply believe that God loves me, but I deeply believe and don't suspect at all. I deeply believe that my, that the person over me loves me and I like, whenever they say something, I'm sure they are saying it out of love. So it makes submission, for me, it makes submission very, not very easy, but possible. <laughs> it makes submission very possible because I trust that he loves me deeply. That's why he's telling me to do all these things. A submitted person knows that they are deeply loved by the person that they are submitted to. Point three, my time is my friend. A submitted person is sendable. A submitted person is sendable. John 17, 18 to 19. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. This is Jesus saying, as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Then he says in John 20, 21, so Jesus said to them again, peace to you as the Father has sent me, I also send you. Then he says in, ah, da, 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 let me first leave that one. It, so those two scriptures show you and many other scriptures in the Bible that Jesus was sendable. That Jesus but Jesus was submitted enough to be sent anywhere, to be sent out of his comfort zone because he was in heaven, in glory, being worshipped, in glory, in heaven, angels, what? No hassle, no people crucifying, spitting on you, throwing stuff at you, doing all those things. He was in heaven. But then when the father needed to send someone to come and save mankind, yeah. he looked at the angels, the angels said, Apana, yeah, we are not the ones going. 
The 24 elders. This is just a whatever. It's not in the Bible. <laughs> Say, no, 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 no. But when he looked, Jesus says, where Jesus said, I will go. And he came as the Father has sent me. The Father sent Jesus because he's a submitted person. Unsubmitted people are unsendable people. Yeah. If you're not submitted, it is hard for you to be sent. Yeah, because you cannot. <laughs> but be careful if your disciple rarely sends you for things. It might be an indicator in, in the heart somewhere there that <laughs> yeah. if you're submitted to God, then he will send you. He will send you to Kachiri. He will send you to Nansana. He will send you to Makere. He will send you to Wakiso, to Oima. He will send you to Gulu. Because you are submitted, the moment he says go, you just up and go. So, submitted people are sendable people. This year, for you to bear fruit, for you to bear fruit, you will need to allow to become a sendable person. It is a test of your submission. Yeah. When someone can just say, Bless, so I need you to go here and here. We had the story of Bish and Pastor Liz. When was it? One of these days. Yeah, one of these days. We had the story where they, 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 they just received a phone call and they were saying, they were told, that you go to this place, go represent me, this and this and this is happening. If you are not sendable, then you are not submitted. Yeah. Did you know that in the kingdom, it doesn't, like, you rarely send yourself to me. <laughs> Look, if Jesus was sent, then that means you can also be sent and you need to be sent. He says, as the Father has sent me. He does not say, I just came of my... He was sent. Give me John 12, 24. i show you something. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground. You think grains just throw themselves to the ground. The seeds, eh? they just be there and they feel like, I think I feel like falling. You think seeds have it in them to just throw themselves to the ground and bury themselves in the ground. No, they need a sower. That's why the Bible says the sower sows the word. They need someone to get them and send them and determine where they'll be planted so that they bear fruit. Hmm. Oh yeah. A submitted person is a sendable person. Yeah. You should be able to be sent. You should be excited when they are sending you. Anyway, you should if they say go here, you just begin jumping up and down because fruit is coming. Fruit is coming. Yeah. My time. <laughs> A submitted person is sendable. Yeah. Seeds don't throw themselves to the ground. They need someone to get them, decide, okay, I'm going to plant this one in that corner. I'm going to plant that one in that corner. They don't have the right to just plant themselves. It is a principle of the kingdom. That's why Jesus, as, as he was sent, he says, I also send you. 
That's why he tells us to go. We are ascent people. Amen. What was point number one? <laughs> point number two. Point number three. Point number four. A submitted person is obedient. Yeah. Now you might wonder what the difference between the two is. I'll explain. You can tell someone to go and they go. Well, you can tell another to go and they don't. In both instances, you've sent the person, but one of them is obedient, the other one is disobedient. Hmm? So they are different, aren't they different? <laughs> yeah, we are already ascent people. The Bible says in Romans 1 5 that ah, through him, is it through him, we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith. Ah, give me that. He says we have received grace and apostleship for obedience like the end of the grace and, and apostleship is for us to obey some people receive the grace and apostleship and they don't obey like christ has sent us to make disciples we are all ascent people but not everyone is making disciples that means not everyone is obedient so for you one of the characteristics of jesus uh, we read the scripture already Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 8. Back to that scripture. Give me verse 6. Who who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery (laughs) to be equal with God. Verse (laughs) 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. But made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Verse 8. And being found... In appearance as a man, he humbled himself and did what? Pardon, and did what? Eh, The scripture is not up. Oh, yeah. And became obedient to the point of death. A submitted person is obedient to the person that they are submitted to. They are obedient. When the person says, I need the report at 2 a.m., it comes at 2 a.m. When the person says, I need you to move and go and start a hosting center here, they go and start the hosting center there. They are obedient. Jesus was obedient even to the point of death. Even if it involved death, he was willing to obey. That is proof of submission. Submitted people are are obedient when it is hard, when it is not hard. They are obedient when it is convenient, when it is inconvenient. They are obedient when it is comfortable, when it is uncomfortable. They are simply obedient people. I think that's why, that's why Jesus tells us that the kingdom of God belongs to people who are like children. But you can just tell, go bring me that remote. And they run and bring the remote. They are not overthinking instructions. So a submitted person is obedient. Point five. Sorry, I'm, 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 don't worry. We are going to finish. Point five. A submitted person does the will of the one who sends him. Ah. <laughs> does the will of the one who sends him. Again, we are learning from Jesus. John chapter 5 verse 30. 
John chapter 5 verse 30 says, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own, but the will of the Father who sent me. And he says in Matthew 26, 39, I'm still checking to see if the scriptures are there, but if they are not, you can read with me or be, from your swibos or your Bibles if you carried them. It says in Matthew 26, 39, but he went on a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Not my will, but your will. A submitted person will do the will of the one who sends him. Because someone can send you and you go and you do something that you are not sent to do there. Someone can send you to start an MC and you obey and you start the MC. And you're supposed to be streaming MC live every Wednesday. You are to be tuned in at what time? At 5.30 for prayer. And then 6. Yeah, to tune into the word. And then you obey, you go. Yeah, you go, you start the MC. But when you get there in the MC, for you, you decide that I, yeah, you decide to watch the chosen. After all, it is a story about Jesus. Yeah, you're like, ah, 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 the chosen, the latest episode came out this week. This is our season for the chosen. Yeah. yeah. Because we are, <laughs> what does that scripture say? We are a chosen generation. <laughs> a royal priesthood. So let us watch the chosen. After all, we are the chosen generation. Hold <laughs> forth to show his excellence. You, you do the will, not your will. This one, you, if they say garage runs like this, that's the way it runs. The day they change it, you change. If they say you're no longer an MC leader, but you're an MC shepherd, that is it. You go change the name of your group, yeah, MCS, MC, you, you don't say, ah, for us, leader, what? No, you do the will of the one who has sent you. That is how you become fruitful. You don't say for us we are MCLS. Mission or community leader shepherd. For us we don't want to leave leader. We want to stay with our L in the name. No. A submitted person does the will of the one who is sent who, who sends him. So you must be careful to observe everything that you're told by the person who sends you. For you to be a sub for you to to submit and be fruitful. For you to live as a submitted person, you do the will. If the will is plant churches, you plant the churches. Yeah. If the will is host season 21, I send you greetings, the people who are hosting season 21. The pastors in the different places. You're going to bear a lot of fruit because you are obedient and you're doing the will of the one who sent you to those locations. Yes. A submitted person does the will of the one who has sent him. Amen. Point number six. I must reach point number seven. He says, a submit... Not it says. This is my saying. A submitted person is in constant communication with their master or with the one who sends them. 
constant communication. You know, silence is an indicator of an, a person who is not submitted. Fully submitted. Uh, look, Jesus, Jesus was always talking to the Father. He found every excuse to talk to the Father for long hours. Luke six twelve. You know it because you have done it in the tests before. <laughs> hmm? Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Jesus found every excuse to communicate with the one who sent him. To spend time in prayer with the one who sent him. To just talk to him. Find out what, what should I be doing. as the, What I see my father doing. That is what they are in constant communication. That is a submitted person. But if you are one of those. Who checks and responds to your messages. Three days later. You're cutting down your fruitfulness by just being silent and being uncommunicative with the person you're, you're supposed to be submitted to. A submitted person is in constant communication with the person who has constant communication in the morning, in the evening. What, that's why in worship harvest, eh, you can't thrive, you can't bear fruit if you don't communicate. Ah, at every level, the whole time. Send this report. Adjust this. Now send the other one. Adjust that. Now send that one. Yeah. Listen to this. Send me reflections. I am coming for the people of the challenge. Listen to this. Send me reflections. I, like a constant communication. Constant communication is going to cause you to be a fruitful person. With your disciple. Because it is one of the qualities of a submitted person. And then the very last one that I will talk about as we prepare to pray is that a submitted person honors their master. I've learned that honor is one of the greatest forms of submission. That a dishonorable person is an unsubmitted person. Jesus honored his father. Bible says in John 8, 49, that I do not, this scripture, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. In other words, if you don't honor, something else is working on you that is not the spirit of God. You say, I, I, I do not have a demon. But I honor my father. Jesus honored his father. But is one of the reasons he is very fruitful. Because he honored his father. The Bible encourages us to honor our parents. Yeah. That it may be well with us. That we may live a long and successful life. The Bible encourages us to double honor our spiritual parents. Because when we do not honor. When you don't honor God. Do you know that tithe is a form of submission? First fruit is a form of submission. Only the submitted can give first fruit. Yeah. It's a form of submission. All those things are just mechanisms to help you to submit yourself 
to the one who has sent you, to the one who is over you. So if you, one of the ways you are going to ensure you are submitted, one of the qualities, qualities you're going to have is that you are going to be an honoring person, honoring God with your treasure, with your first fruit, with your tithe, with your offerings, and other things and other givings, honoring your parents, both spiritual and natural, because a submitted person is an honorable person. Whenever you honor, you're acknowledging that, look, the person you're honoring is above you. You're reminding your heart because treasure leads the heart. You're reminding your heart that God, you are above me. God, you're sovereign. You're my provider. I trust you. You're reminding yourself that God, you gave me parents. They are over me. I am honoring them. You gave me pastors. They are over me. You gave me an apostle. He's over me. Like, you are subjecting yourself to the person who carries the seeds but are going to ensure that you become a fruitful person. Amen. This is the year of fruitfulness. And consequently, it is the year of submission. It is the year when you're going to be yeah, yielded to God and yielded to the people that God has set over you. Amen. Do you receive this word, this wonderful evening? Can you stand up on your feet? Can you just stand up on your feet, everyone? Just start praying in the spirit. Just start praying in the spirit that God will give you the grace to submit, to submit yourself to him, to submit yourself to those who are over you in the Lord. I don't hear you praying. Lift up your voices and pray right now. Mashete kalabava zendele kozuda bavaze kashata kalabava zata. Come on, lift up your voices and pray. Lift up your voices and pray. Lift up your voices and pray. Mate zele karabavo ze kata kalabavo ze kajata kalabava ze kajata lababa. Meshete kalapra de kovo zika talapra de kabavo zika talababa zika jatala kalababa. Come on, lift up your voices and pray. Pray in tongues. Pray in the spirit right now. Meshe kalapra de kabavo zika takalapra de kabava zika jatakalababa. Red de kozaka. Pray for your heart. Pray for yourself. But you'll be submitted, fully submitted. To God and to those over you. That as a submitted person, you will continuously live a life of fruitfulness. That you recognize those that are over you in the Lord. But you'll understand that they deeply love you, that you'll receive. The, the love of God in, inside your heart for you to know that you are loved by him that you're loved by those that he sends to you but you'll become a sendable person if you have not been or you'll become more sendable but you'll become obedient to God wherever he sends you that when, when you go you will not do your will but you'll do the will of the one that has sent you that you'll be in constant communication in the name of Jesus, that you'll become a, an honorable person, but you'll be disciplined in your honor. Lift up your voice and pray.
Mashete kalabra de kazeka takalabra de kabavo zike tekele prede kajata Mande zike tekele prede karabavo zike tekalababa zike tekalabababa Mende zude karabavo zoko tekalabra de kabava zike tekarabababa Come on lift up your voices and pray pray We have just a few minutes lift up your voices and pray Mande zude karabavo zike tekalababa zike takarabababa Zede kuraba sheke tekalakarabavo zike tekele kareba Mande zude karabavo zike talabababa Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord makozike tekalakarebavo zike talabababa Thank you Holy Spirit Thank you Jesus Mashete kala prade kaze kashata Shekata kala prade kabavo zika tala bababababa Thank you Jesus lift up your voices Shekata le prade kabavo zika tala bababababa Amen Even as we pray Maybe you came to this place and you have never submitted your life to God. You heard that something was going on here and you came. Maybe you are online and you are here. You're not submitted to God. You're not yet born again. I'd like to invite you to put up your hand if you are here. Would like to pray with you to receive Jesus. If you are in this room, the rest of us, if you could just continue praying in the spirit. Um I know you can actually so pray in the spirit if you are here and you are not yet born again you have never submitted your life to God to the one who gave his life for you and you are in this room I'd like you to put up your hand I want to pray with you I want to pray with you to receive Jesus this evening to receive Jesus this evening are you here are you here I, I want you to put up your hand I want to pray with you The rest of the people are praying so I am looking around to make sure I don't miss your hand. Is there a person here please put up your hand. Don't let this opportunity to be submitted to God pass you by. If you are there please put up your hand. I want to pray with you. I am waiting. I will give you a few seconds while the rest of us just pray in the spirit. Yeah, do, do, change the person you submitted to because as a non-believer you actually not yet fully submitted to God. Yes. But if you're born again then you have started on your journey of complete and total submission to God. So if you are here and you're not born again please put up your hand. I want to pray with you so you can submit your life to God. Amen. You want to do some evangelism with me? Can you turn to your neighbor, ask them, find out if they are born again, if they are submitted to God? I yeah, uh, if they are not, please walk with them. Just put up your hand on their behalf. Maybe they were afraid. Anyone anyone here? Okay. Maybe Maybe they didn't come today. They will come tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. Tomorrow we will invite them. Amen. Can we put our hands together and welcome Revma to lead us through the next session?
for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. We're taking